Greensboro History Museum and our podcast, History Notes, is pleased to collaborate with United Way of Greater Greensboro to present their centennial podcast, 100 Years of Transforming Your Compassion into Community Change. United Way continued to earn increasing community support through the 1990s. Thanks in many ways to Neil Belinke, who started the decade as the organization's new president, a position he maintained for 18 years. Neil Belinke continued to emphasize strategic planning, collaborating with corporations, communicating impact, and growing and recognizing volunteer efforts. In his first year, Belenke started a new award program for corporate communicators and established United Way's first Alexis de Tocqueville Society Award, which was given to Joseph M. Bryan, who established United Way's Kathleen and Joseph M. Bryan Community Enrichment and Venture Grant Program in 1967. In his first year, Neil Belenke grew the campaign by nearly $1 million, which allowed United Way to support 123 programs and services, helping well over 100,000 people. Also, in his first year, 400 volunteers served on panels reviewing partner program funding applications, and 44 corporate volunteers, referred to as loaned executives, helped communicate United Way's messaging across the community. In the 1990s, United Way was tapped to convene leaders monthly and formed a think tank, which became known as the Frank Forum. It was named after successful businessman Stanley Frank, who chaired United Way's board in 1970 and was known throughout the community as someone who was dedicated to helping people of all backgrounds succeed. The Frank Forum existed to allow people to address and collaboratively resolve important issues and disputes and members could openly speak their minds because minutes were never recorded. Members throughout the 90s included the chair of the county board of commissioners, county manager, chair and director of the airport authority, Greensboro mayor, city manager, chair of the local school board and superintendent, and heads of most civic groups. In the 90s, United Way's role was clearly defined and respected as a community convener and bridge builder. In 1992, thanks to a major gift from United Way board member Sidney Stern, United Way built a new headquarters on Yanceyville Street, where it remains to this day. David Nesbitt, incoming board chair, led the site selection effort and oversaw construction. Remaining true to United Way's purpose, 
The Yanceyville site was selected specifically as a bridge to connect underserved East Greensboro with the rest of the city. The interior space was designed to accommodate community use, continuing United Way's tradition of being a community convener. The 90s also came with a few challenges United Way had to overcome, including high inflation, a stock market reversal, and a national scandal. In 1992, a United Way of America corruption scandal rocked United Ways throughout the country, eroding donor trust and contributions after the national president was found guilty of embezzlement. While most United Ways remained members of United Way of America, United Way of Greensboro withdrew its membership for three years to demonstrate to investors and the community that the organization could be trusted to place local interests above national ones. The community rewarded United Way for its decision and over that period remained one of a few United Ways to experience financial growth. However, the scandal accelerated the dissolution of United Way's traditional workplace campaign structure as corporations across the nation began opening their doors to alternative philanthropic organizations. Considering this trend, and after listening to community feedback, United Way began taking steps that shifted the organization away from simply providing agencies unrestricted funding and into funding programs that could produce and report measurable outcomes. In 1993, also as a result of community feedback, United Way launched the In Touch Referral Service Hotline to help people access human services 24-7. In its first year, the service helped over 10,000 callers and was operating with the support of 40 trained volunteers. In 1996, United Way was selected to lead the Olympic torch relay through Greensboro as it made its way to the Atlanta Olympic Games opening. Carol Bruce and Jim Melvin chaired the planning committee. Carol Bruce, now Sims, who chaired United Way's board the previous year, was a community-minded lawyer an active board member of many organizations. Melvin had served as United Way's executive director in 1968, Greensboro's mayor for 10 years, and was asked by Joseph Bryan himself to serve as president of the Joseph M. Bryan Foundation, a role he continues to this day. The two chairs are no strangers to engaging the community, 
and a broad cross-section of citizens were given an opportunity to carry and pass the Olympic torch as it made its way through the city. Also in 1996, Melvin worked with United Way to launch the Joseph M. Bryan Human Services Grant. Funded by the Joseph M. Bryan Foundation, this grant program was started to provide significant funding for a limited number of high-impact projects that met the needs of Greater Greensboro citizens. United Way still receives an annual gift from the foundation, which is now utilized to support the organization's overall mission. In 1998, Bonnie McElveen Hunter, former United States Ambassador to Finland and founder and CEO of Pace Communications, noticed many local women were volunteering and supporting philanthropic causes in significant ways but were not being recognized or seen as the impactful force they were. To encourage and recognize women's philanthropy in Greensboro, McElveen Hunter created and chaired United Way of Greater Greensboro's first ever Women's Tocqueville Society with 22 initial members each donating $10,000 or more annually. It didn't take long before United Way of America took note of Greensboro's success and helped additional United Ways replicate women's Tocqueville societies across the nation. McElveen Hunter was honored with United Way's national Alexis de Tocqueville Society Award a few years later. By the end of the decade, local United Way leadership and Tocqueville investments grew to represent 38% of United Way's total annual giving. In 1999, more than 3,000 people volunteered with United Way and 1,065 organizations conducted workplace campaigns, with 194 of them being first-time participants. This growth in volunteer and donor participation helped the campaign reach a record high of over 14 million, which supported 40 community partners you've been listening to history notes a product of the education department of the greensboro history museum just as you visited for this podcast continue to go to www.greensborohistory.org and select the discover and learn tab to listen again or learn more about many other subjects we also invite you to follow us on twitter facebook instagram and youtube and please stop by the museum when you can We're located at 130 Summit Avenue, Greensboro. Hours vary, so visit our website or call 336-373-2043 for details. Once again, thank you, and keep tuning in to History Notes.